Hello and welcome to Inspire Me Today Radio. I'm your host, Gail Lynn Goodwin. Recently, I read a submission for Today's Brilliance by one of our luminaries, and I was so touched by its gentleness and simplicity, but yet I was so inspired by its depth that I knew I needed to meet this author. Later, as I researched her, I discovered that this woman is not only a beautiful soul, but also has quite an impressive resume. Coming from an unlikely background in engineering, of all things, she has always been interested in how people think and how they grow at a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level. Her quest first took her into the exploration of bioenergetics and other alternative therapies, and it eventually led her to become a paranormal therapist. She later fell ill and for a period of extended time, which allowed her to gain firsthand insight into the human experience of illness and to also learn how the soul is an internal compass that continually guides us. Probing more deeply into this, into how this compass works, she discovered 21 layers of the aura that influence our ability to grow and to heal in our own bodies, our minds, and relationships. This discovery became the foundation for her unique healing style. Today, she helps clients heal at many levels and teaches them how to read this compass for themselves. Her name is Anamique Dowd, and she's here today to share her story with us. Anamique, I am so honored to welcome you to InspireMeTodayRadio.com. Well, thank you, Gil. I'm really happy to be here. Well, so it's mutual. Now, yes. as you mentioned in our intro, you are joining us today from Holland. So welcome. Thank you. We always love to have our international guests. You know, I had the pleasure already of reading your Today's Brilliance. And as I mentioned to you earlier, it really touched me. You said what you said, you said so simply. It it was so easy to comprehend. It wasn't something that, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to get this. You have to be a human. And yes. yet it went so deep. So I want to know, how did you get to be who you are? Share your story. <laughs> yeah, I know. You could go on for and write a whole book just on that. But give, no, us no. The, give us the condensed version of, share part of your story of how did you get to be where you are at this point in life? Okay, well, I will. Um, well, I'm 47 years old now, so that is really going to be a condensed version. I started out as an engineer, in fact, and I, I thought that you could touch things, feel things by touching them, and then they were real. And at 29, I discovered that wasn't the case, that, that I was paranormal and that there was so much more than just uh, the physical world. And I already knew that, but I didn't really know it. So in a way, I was just uh, blocking out information I already had, experiences I already had, because I just wasn't ready for it. And at 29, I started to study again. I became a th paranormal therapist. And I thought I was doing great because I left my old job. I left my old, well, friends. They they just left me because I didn't fit in. Sure. Uh, it, it, well, I changed so much. And between engineers, I was really, I don't know the, the nice word for it, but I was different. So oh, okay. we didn't we di didn't resonate anymore. And between the paranormal persons, I was a bit of an engineer. So it was really a, a difficult place to be in then. But well, when I, sorry. Let me jump in and just ask you, explain what you mean by paranormal. And I mean, we all know what the definition is, but I want to make sure that what you're saying is what I'm thinking. Okay. Well, what I found out at 29 was that I could feel other people's energies, pains. I could read their thoughts sometimes. I just knew what was happening to them. So if they were in, in pain or in grieving, I just knew it. 
So I was clairknowing uh, without knowing it. So it's a bit of a strange word, <laughs> word <laughs> joke, I think. But I, I, I was already clairknowing without knowing it. And I thought I was just smart. Being an engineer just combined all the information and did it like that. Right. But then I realized I just felt the energy and, and digested it and did something with the information in it. So is and, paranormal in this context the same as being psychic? Yes, I think it is. Yes, okay. I think it is. Okay. Yes. And what I didn't know then, but I found out when I started to study again, was that I could uh, work with energy, could heal parts of other people's auras, bodies, using that energy and using the information I could read. So I studied again, uh, founded my practice years ago, and I thought I was doing great, and then I fell ill. And I really didn't understand it because uh, in transforming myself from engineer into a therapist, I already went through so much trauma and mm -hmm. old, well, rubbish, uh, cleaned out the whole mess. And I thought, well, I'm doing great now. For the first time in my life, I was really happy with myself. And then I fell ill, really ill. And I stayed ill for three and a half years. And in the first year, I was just thinking, what did I do wrong? Because I thought I did something wrong to become ill. That was what I had learned as a sure. therapist. You start to look, well, everyone knows the books. You can look it up. If your knee hurts, it means this. If your stomach aches, it means that. And I, I just thought, what did I do wrong? And after, uh, well, I was really alone, really sick. Doctors couldn't help me. So I was completely lonely and devastated. And then I don't, still don't know how, but somehow I found out that it was a soul choice. It was a choice of me on a soul level to become ill. It wasn't something I did wrong. It was a way to grow. It didn't feel like growing. It felt awful. And if I had the chance, I think I would have skipped it and I would have chosen another path. But I was so ill, I just had to go through it. And then I started to open up for my guides and the angels because until then I could block them. I had so much energy. I just could zone them out mm. and just act, pretend as if they weren't there. And then I started to listen to them, and they started to help me. So I started to heal. I started to discover past lives. I healed them. I talked to my guides about everything that has happened in my life. I worked with angels, and, well, that all helped me to become better. And when I became better again and started working again, I could read aura layers that weren't supposed to be there. I already always had uh, studied the seven layers because they were known to me and to anyone else. And then I found out that, that there were more layers. So, well, I'm an engineer. I have a really good, uh, well, analytical, analytical mind. So I started to write everything down I did. And after a couple of years, I had so much information that I thought I could transfer it into uh, conclusions about the layers. Because the first seven layers of your aura uh, give information about what has happened in your life and where you have problems and why you fell ill and things like that. So I thought with my analytical head if there's a system in the first seven layers there must be a system in the other ones as well and i wanted to find out how it worked so i sat down wrote about it and that became my book wow i mean it's 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 an amazing story tell me how does one use this practical application to heal themselves well in a way, it's, it's like my illuminary. It, it's so simple that you hardly can <laughs> believe it's true. If you just align with the energy, if you just resonate with the energy, the blockages you have in your aura start to heal. It's like sitting next to someone who is really happy and you're really sad. Something in the energy lifts you up. So how does one shift that? 
I mean, if you're sitting next to, if you're sad and you're sitting next to someone who's happy and you want to make that change, just wanting it doesn't necessarily make it so. What kind of tangible steps do you, do you teach in your book or do you recommend that someone can actually physically do to get from point A to point B? Well, if you're just sitting next to someone else, it's opening your heart. Then it's, then, then the connection is there because if you just want it, it's in your head and that's, that's your mind and that's not the way to connect to other people. And the aura, that, that's the, the, the roadmap of your soul, is really all about connecting. So the first seven layers are personal, but the other ones are all uh, connecting to other souls. So there are all kinds of themes we, which we go through together. So there are so m- many uh, connections that if you can open up your heart, you're almost already there. So, Anamik, let me ask you this. If you were to be a hermit like Henry David Thoreau when he did Walden and went into the woods for, what, two and a half years or whatever, mm-hmm. can, can you do this alone? Or is this something that you require the presence of other souls in order to be able to heal yourself? Well, in a way, I was a hermit because I was alone for three and a half years in my home. So it's possible to do it yourself, and especially since, since others went that path before you because the energy is already here on earth so it's easier to tap into it and a way to do it is just uh, hold the book or connect to 21 layers of the soul to the energy and you can feel the energy so it's 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 not necessary to live like a hermit but it's possible to do things by yourself if 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 there's no one else to connect with you can always connect to your soul group or to me, or to someone else you feel at home with, and at ease with, and just connect with the part, and perhaps that's uh, important to say, uh, perhaps just connect to the part which resonates with you, so you don't get all the sure. other inf- information as well, and then you feel that, that your your energy will shift, and it will improve, mm-hmm. and it for, will help you. For those that are hearing this this type of work for the first time, I have mm-hmm. to ask you, when this first started coming to you, I mean, with a left brain, linear, you know, logical engineering <laughs> mind, did you think you were crazy? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have to think that initially you'd be, you'd be questioning yourself. Yes. And I still wonder if, if it's all a big uh, play I'm in. And sometimes <laughs> well, I it is, but. <laughs> yes, I know, but <laughs> I need a different type that, that I'm being fooled or something. And then I was talking to a friend who works in, in layers as well. And then we said to, to each other, well, then, then the two of us are fooled together. So well, exactly. That, that's more fun. So. You're in the same play. <laughs> yes. And, and to be honest, I write in my book that I don't know if the system that I describe is exactly how I describe. It works like this. For me, I can interpret it like this. And people can read it and, and align with it and resonate with it. And it works. But if I die and I f- will find out that it's slightly different, it doesn't matter. It's just a tool to become the real you, to, to, to live your life according to your soul plan. So to be honest, I, I was an engineer. I, I was raised <laughs> to be scientific, but it's not about proving something. It's about how can you uh, use it to become who you really want to be or, in fact, you already are. Exactly. Well, was it scary for you walking away from that, quote, nine to five job, you know, the this, this standard security that you had being an engineer? And I mean, you went off the, you stepped off the ledge in a big way to do something completely different, which is where your heart and your soul were leading you. That's true, was, it, was it scary for you? And was there fear involved with this? 
Uh, it was, but I'm really smiling now because you don't know that the, the day, the, the very first day that I started my, my uh, education to become a paranormal therapist, I got dismissed at Ericsson's, the company I worked. <laughs> there was a Divine timing. <laughs> yes, and I was telling them, what? <laughs> and then I realized, okay, I was making the right steps, but perhaps I needed another shift or I don't know what, but let's not fight this. So th that was the first time in my life that I didn't fight it. And of course, it, it was frightening, but because they, well, there was no reason to fire me, it, it cost them a lot of money. And I started my own practice with some money. So that helped. That's perfect. That's perfect. So, well, it's, it's nice that they burned the bridge for you. It made true. it a bit easier. I mean, sometimes I think it's even harder when you've got those golden handcuffs, when you're making, you know, a six figure salary Absolutely. and you're not happy with what you're doing, but yet you don't know how to leave because you're stuck where you are. You know, it's, yes. it's too good to walk away from. So that's, that's, that's why I was asking, because, you know, some people could look at you and say, wow, she's got it easy. She's this best-selling author. My life, I don't have these, you know, voices in my head. I don't, I don't have this kind of inner wisdom. I have oh. it tough. But that's what people will think when looking at you. So talk to me a little bit about that. Is this something that anyone can do and is something that is in every single soul? Yes, of course, because everyone has his own soul and everyone has his own compass and inner voice. It's mostly a, a matter of, of listening to it and shutting down all the noise uh, that surrounds you because otherwise you can't hear it. But um, I think everyone is exactly equipped for the life he wants to lead according to his soul plan. So if you can listen to it and make decisions that really feel good from your heart, from your soul's perspective then you will be fine. And of course, now it looks like I've had it all. I, I have it all. But when I fell ill, I lost it all again. So I lost it when, when I uh, started to become a paranormal therapist. And then again, when I fell ill, all my money was gone because I was, well, I had my own practice and insurance didn't help because what I had wasn't really in the policy. So uh, they said to me, well, you, you aren't going to get paid for, for this disease because it really doesn't exist. And I thought, that's strange because I'm really sick. But so I found out that even if you don't understand how it works, it still works. Kind, of, kind of like gravity. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, seriously. I mean, I often equate it to that, that you, whether you believe it or not, whether you understand it or not, it still works. Drop something, it will fall to the ground. And and these principles that you're talking about, um, I, I put in that same category. Yes, that's true. And the real, there is a real simple way just to make the right choice. If you first say something which is really true, for instance, I would say, uh, my name is Annemiek Dau, because I'm sure my name is Annemiek Dau. And I feel like oh, how my body feels when I say that. I know this is true. This is how my body resonates with something which is true. And then I can say... Um, I'm Princess Diana or something. And then somewhere in my body, I will feel, no, this isn't right. So in my body, I can feel what is true, what is right for me, and which isn't, what isn't. So if you have to make a choice, you can just say out loud what you want to do and feel how your body resonates with it. And even if you just don't understand yet why it is, you can make your choices. And if every step uh, makes sense in your feeling, then the end result will be perfect. Excellent. Well, let's talk about practical application of these kind of principles that we're talking about. Okay. Do you still, 
at any point, I mean, you're still human, obviously. So do you, even with the knowledge that you have and the depth that you've learned, do you ever feel fear? And if so, how do you use your knowledge to overcome fear or adversity? Wow. Well, fear is a difficult one because if I really feel fear, my head doesn't work anymore because I just feel fear. I'm really lucky that I hardly ever feel fear, but I can feel worried because, um, well, my life involved with with, uh, soul agreements. Uh, That's what my book is about, partly. And I know that that souls make agreements with each other to experience certain things together. But sometimes uh, souls decide not to go ahead. So if I have an appointment with you and you say, well, no, thank thank you. I think I will move to Australia and I will not see you again. Then I have a problem. And my worry, personal worry, is that sometimes people do things like that. And I already experienced it. Mm-hmm. And because I have that knowledge about the layers and about the agreements, I know so well <laughs> how it works and how hard it is sometimes to overcome it. So then knowledge doesn't help. Then I just have to go through the experience. And that's what life's all about, going through the experience and, and grow as a soul. So sometimes knowledge helps because if I look at the layers and I know, oh, this is a case uh, 18 uh, story, uh, duality, I have problems with all all the good and the bad and everything in between, then I my, my head understands what I'm dealing with and it's easier to, to accept. But I still have to go through the process of experience it and finding out what to do with it and how to handle it. I can't wait to read your book. Great. I really can't wait to read your book. Tell us a little bit about the book. Well, the, the it, it's, how shall I put it? It's it's an easy to read book. I can say it now because uh, <laughs> hundreds of people told me that. So I, I well, I write like I talk and like I, I wrote my, my piece for Inspire Me Today. Because um, I think if you really understand something, it's easy to, uh, to explain. Mm-hmm. If you need a lot of words and a lot of, uh, well, a lot of syllables, I used to say, then mm-hmm. you probably really didn't understand it quite well yourself because then, then the essence is always simple. Laws of nature are always simple. And we make it complicated, but the real things are, are simple. And the first chapter is about me, how I became uh, a medium because I needed to understand and, and explain certain words in my in my book. It's a book for people who have never read a spiritual book before and for colleagues who work in layers just like I do and want to meet, read more about higher layers and want to improve their skills. Mm-hmm. So it's every chapter starts with an explanation of, of a description of a layer. And then I have a lot of case studies, I think 101 in total. Wow. And I describe how, how it works in, in, in real life. So you, you read the stories, you read, you feel the energy, so you can resonate with a lot of stories, with a lot of layers. And each person that read it, that reads it, uh, will resonate with different layers because you are in a different part of your life, different phase than I am. So yes. everyone will resonate with some some point of the book, some part of the book, but not all with, with all the layers, but you will understand them all. And later on, you can always grab the book, open it up and see what layer hits your eye. And then, you know, yes, it's true. This this is what Perfect. I'm coping with. Yes. Well, Anna, like let's start at the beginning. What's the name of the book? <laughs> details here. That's a good one. It's 21 layers of the soul. That's and easy. 
21 Layers of the Soul is the title and the subtitle is Healing the Karmic Ties with Friends, Lovers, Family and Enemies. And when does the book launch or is it out today? It, it's out today. It's, I'm in my book launch now. And if you go to 21layersofthesoul.com, I organized a new website with this name because my name is hard to spell in English. So 21layersofthesoul.com, the number 21, you can find out all about the book, how to, to order it. You can, If you order the book, you can download the Aura poster. So you can hang it on the wall, look at the layers and, and feel the energy and resonate. And if you were to buy it this year and inscribe for the newsletter, you can even win a free session with me over Skype. I will do that early next year with someone who wanted to, to read the book and meet me on Skype. Oh, how exciting. Wow. Well, I know that this is going to go on my Christmas list. And uh, <laughs> there are, I can already think of two or three people right off the top um, of people that I want to send this to. So I Great. can't wait to read this. One of the other things I want you to talk about is your quote for Inspire Me Today, again, really touched me. I loved what you said. And I want you to expand upon this a little bit, if you will. You okay. said, light is contagious. One tiny spark can breathe new life into the ex uh, extinguishing flame of another. So spread your light everywhere. <sighs> that makes me just say, wow, yes. I mean, imagine if everyone did this. Yes. It, it, it just, it would make a beautiful, an even more beautiful world than we have now. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's the, this little light of mine is what it reminded me of a song I knew as a child. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to make you inspire so many people. Who or what inspires you? Wow. Well, uh, Nelson Mandela just died, and that was a, he was uh, an inspiration, of course. Absolutely, to all of us. People. And I've often thought about his life, and I thought, well, if they had put me away for tw 27 years, I think it was, I don't think I would be <laughs> such a nice person if I came out, but that was an inspiration, of course. And I once went to a, a seminar with the Dalai Lama, and his energy was so beautiful. And his, well, he made jokes all the time. And then I really was relieved because I do that too. And once one of the guys of a client of mine told me, well, you should be more serious. And then I was thinking like, what? <laughs> and why would I want to do that? <laughs> yes, I didn't understand it. And then I explained to him, well, if, if you can laugh in between all the trauma, then you release a lot of tension and then you can dive into the trauma again and get rid of it. So, It'll always be there, right? You can always come yes, back to it. Yes. So I like people who combine the real serious, the real essence of life with a, a touch of humor, I think. <laughs> I'm laughing because yesterday I was questioning, should I post this on Facebook or not? And I was putting the, you know, several things that I learned in the last week, one of which was chili powder and cinnamon may look the same, but when put on oatmeal early in the morning, they're not. You know, so it was things, mixing humor into, yes, it wasn't something inspirational, but it was something I did that you have to laugh at yourself sometimes, yes. just yes. for the silliness that happens. Yes, oh, otherwise you, you can't cope with all, all the things that, that, that you come across. It's it's too hard, I think. And I almost it's, think that we do those things just to kind of shake up our lives and go, <laughs> okay, I'm taking life too seriously. I'm taking myself too seriously. I mean, who wants chili powder on oatmeal? You know, but it got my <laughs> attention of you just do things every day almost by rote. You know, you reach in the drawer, you sprinkle the cinnamon, you, you know, you do whatever. Yes. And you don't look, you don't pay attention. And, and I just, I caught myself and I had to laugh because what else are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Laugh. 
Yes. Well, you know, Anamik, humor is one of the things, but do you have other steps and practices that you personally do each and every day as part of your routine that kind of keep you on track? Yes, I meditate a lot and to, to, to clean my aura, to clean my energy field. But I also do that walking in the forest with my dog because oh, then oh, I yeah. just walk. Soul sister. <laughs> That's exactly what I do is walk in the forest with my dog. Yes. And then I see her happy face and her tail wiggling. And then I'm really happy just by the, her, her, her walk. I can see that she's happy. It makes me happy. It makes me smile. And when I walk a long time, I can just feel all the, 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 the thoughts in my head just calm down and then I become tranquil again. And I really like that feeling. And it's good for, for your energy and your body. So it's a combination. And I think that that tree has really helped me ground. And yes. I'm in, in higher atmospheres all the time. So <laughs> I really like trees. I always lived in houses with trees nearby. And I always select my houses uh, for that. So that's something that really helps me. And, well, of course, eat healthy. But drink a lot of water helps too when you do a lot of energetical work. Mm-hmm. Because then you can, well, energy and emotions, you, you can let go of by using uh, water. Uh, your body lets go of emotions using water. So your urine is a way of letting go of emotions. So if you're going through an emotional period of time, please drink a lot of water or tea or something. Interesting. Because it helps. No, it it's helps. Only, it helps general health. But not, I guess I never thought about it as almost a tangible medium for emotion. That's a great way yes. to a great way to you know. I not not only to look at it, but I mean, I'm guessing that in your experience, you found that to be true. That's that's great to yes. know. Yes, and I think that's why after a massage or after an energetic healing, yes. everyone says, "Please drink a glass of water," because yeah. your body needs to be able to to let go of all the 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 stuff that's well, that's the gunk. For lack of a better term, the gunk. (laughs) No, it cleans out the lymphatic system. So I definitely understand that from a physiological standpoint. I just never Mm -hmm. thought of it from an energetic. So that's good to know. Well, your book, again, The 21 Layers of the Soul, we can get it at 21layersofthesoul.com. Also, for our listeners, if you're listening to this MP3 while you're running or jogging or walking with your dog in the woods, driving to work, whatever, you know you can always come on back to inspire me today. Go to the search box and you can put in Anamika. Now you're going to say, how do I spell that? A-N-N-E, just like Anne, and then M-I-E-K. And if you just put in her first name, she's the only Anamika we have on our website. And so you will be able to find her and read her amazing today's brilliance the one that made me call her in the first place Mm -hmm. and also we'll have the link there that you can just click and buy the book because i think this is something that can help all of us so anamika i'm now at my favorite question first off let me express my gratitude to you for the insights that you've shared with our listeners and for just being who you are for shining your light so brightly now, I'm going to go back to your today's brilliance, and you, you can speak not from that, but from just whatever comes to you. If you were to summarize your greatest wisdom, what have you learned so far in life that you'd want to pass on to others right here, right now? Be you, be your authentic self, because that's the greatest gift you can bring to the world. And if you do that, you also invite other people to do the same, and then we all be our authentic selves, our souls, and the world gets better. It really, it improves the world. So if you want to improve the world, improve yourself, be yourself, and give others the chance to, to do the same. I'm just pausing and smiling. 
I mean, that's so, again, so simple, so easy. You make this sound, yeah. we, we wrap, as humans, wrap our heads around things and think that life is difficult. Mm-hmm. And yet, you're kind of like cutting right to the core through all the, all the, all the superficial stuff that's out there. And just saying, mm-hmm. you want to improve the world? Improve yourself. That's pretty mm-hmm. easy. <laughs> well, it sounds easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It sounds easy, but I'm sure there's some, yeah, we, again, at least knowing what to do yes. makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is, this is all very good stuff. So again, thank you for sharing your time with us today. Anamik, with everything that you've already done in life, if you had just one more thing that you could experience or accomplish in your lifetime, what would it be? Wow. Isn't that fun? Wow. Because we, really, we all have yes. lists, but this makes you go do, 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 down to if you had one more thing that you could accomplish or experience, what would it be? What I really would like to, I dreamt about this when I was still ill, and I dreamt of it four nights in a row, and that's the main reason that my book exists now. I really want to spread the working in the layers uh, and, and, and help others to work in the layers as well. So I really would like to travel the world and work with colleagues of mine and just teach them how it works so they can do it themselves in their own way, not the anamic way, but they're in their own, in their own way. So more people uh, have access to it and it will be easier to go through uh, certain uh, difficult periods of time. Ah, that's, that's fantastic. Well, you have a place to stay in Montana anytime you want to. Great. Thank How's you. that? I Absolutely. Happy to, yes. <laughs> I so appreciate your sharing your brilliance with us. Again, the book is 21 Layers of the Soul. You've been listening to Anamik Dowd from Holland. So thank you again for joining us today, Anamik. Is there anything you'd like to share in closing? No, not really. I was just so happy to be here. And I really feel privileged that people would take the time to listen to me. So I hope I said something in between (laughs) that's resonated with you and i'm just real happy now so thank you you most definitely did and again our gratitude to you thank you for being with us and to our listeners thank you for spending part of your day with us come on back again next week we'll bring you inspiration from another incredible luminary and until then remember it's only when you have the courage to step off the ledge that you'll realize you've had wings all along We love you. We're here for you. We'll see you again tomorrow. And thanks again for stopping by.